0: Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the Energy Fitness Podcast. I hope you enjoy the episode that's about to hit your ears. I hope you get something important from it. I hope you learn something from myself and from my co-host and from our guest today. I just want to remind you guys real quick before you dive into this episode that the Energy Fitness Podcast is sponsored by the book sales of Rewilding the Modern Man and Awakening the Tranquil Warrior, which you can find anywhere that you buy books the energy fitness podcast is also sponsored by energy fitness studio in washington pennsylvania where we offer yoga bar kettlebell and other fitness classes as well as nutrition coaching and personal training we are also sponsored by the old road farm a regenerative local to us farm in washington pennsylvania and again i'm your host trenton sweet and i'm a personal trainer i'm a fitness trainer gym owner author podcaster and i welcome you back to the show and i really hope that you get something important from this episode just like i did so enjoy well we got a lot to talk about we could talk for hours (laughs)
1: Yeah, man. i want to know i want to hear about the gym like how's the gym going
0: oh it's going good dude it's like uh it's so we're seven months in right now um seven months you know holy yeah man time has flown by it's crazy. We're like, we're doing our best to try to grow, you know, but we're, uh, I mean, we have exceeded a lot of our own goals, but we have a lot of higher expectations. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what does the growth look like? How are y'all marketing for y'all's area? And I saw y'all doing like, is it, were y'all doing a farmer's market or we have some different
0: markets yeah
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: that was it like a the, the one most recent was at a grand opening for like a um, an acquaintance's business and we just they're doing like a big party for the grand opening that was the most recent one but we've like so we pretty much sunk every penny we had plus pennies we didn't have into this business to start it so like is for an entrepreneur like to have marketing funds after doing that uh we have learned is really important
3: mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> so we've been doing like knocking on doors i mean like boots on the ground popping up everywhere we can like
1: hell yeah
0: everything man there's there's not very many options for good free marketing that doesn't take a ton of effort
1: mm. on, What's your take on that free market i don't i'll let y'all get back because i want to hear um or input. Do y'all use Canva?
2: No.
0: What is
1: that? It's a uh, I don't know what's the best way to use it, but it's like it's like a presentation tool. So like a lot of my graphics that I used to make for my podcast and stuff or the thumbnails I make it all mm-hmm. in Canva. And I thought that y'all were using Canva because y'all use like y'all's uh, y'all's post for y- y'all were doing like informational post. What, yeah. How do y'all make that? What tool do y'all use? Uh-
2: it's just a random app called pick monkey.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, sounds, I mean, it sounds good. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's
2: just like this random. I used to have it for, um, Katie Mays for the online boutique. And so it just inherently became this app.
0: <laughs> That's cool. They look good. They look good. That's all her. That's I'll, all her.
1: I'll send you, um, Canva link and through the, non- so I was using Canva way before I started the nonprofit. And one of the benefits of having a nonprofit is you get a lot of free stuff <laughs> and, oh, there you I, go. and I heard about Canva offers a free program or like you can add up to 50 people, part of your organization through Canva. So all of my friends that are cr- content creators, I've been like getting them on Canva cause they pay, it's like 11 or 12 bucks a month. So it's not like a lot, but it <laughs> yeah. is, it's something. So I'll send y'all the link. I'll add y'all and y'all can have y'all's own like folder. I won't go snooping in it or anything like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll just they won't be, it'll just be y'all folders, y- y'all's folder <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, it's like, it's free, so you can add like you can make videos in it, you make thumbnails in it. Um It's pretty limitless. And I actually for the nonprofit, I made a website for the nonprofit through Canva. So they're they're trying to compete with um, with Photoshop. You know how like okay. like so you can edit photos in there. It's like literally. Endless, so I'll I'll send you all the link. Y'all can use it for your stuff.
2: Yeah, that would help a lot because we do have like multiple apps for like multiple things. Like you said, like I feel like I've got an app for everything, (laughs) and then you're kind of like trying to save it, download it, transfer it. Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna record this on this app, and then I'm gonna add it to this app, and edit it through this app, (laughs) and then add the words on this app. And you're like, (laughs) like whoa,
1: yeah, it's too much. It's a lot. I I understand why fitness influencers or just social media influencers in general have a content creation team. That's almost like a necessity now for every business is to have like a content creation team for you. So that's good. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like you doing it yourself, like running your business and then like trying to wear all the other hats. Yeah. It'll make you go crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So
1: who's who, who's more of like the content creation, like thinking about stuff to post between the both of you?
2: Um, I think I probably do more of the content creating yeah. and Trent does more of the posting so like i'll send it to him he'll be like hey kate can you like create this and make this when you get a chance and then i'll send it to him and he'll like actually make sure it gets posted
1: <laughs> that's a good workflow that's a good balance yeah. i think
0: yeah hey yeah but it's tough dude you know like you create all yeah. your content like it's probably just you isn't it like between you and kelsey
1: yeah yeah dude i want i want my wife to be like the face of it you know but she's <laughs> so uncomfortable with talking in front of the camera She, she doesn't like being on camera and I'm, and she's just uncomfortable doing it. It's not a natural thing for her. And I I try to boost her off. I'm like, Oh, you're so hot. Just people want to see how hot (laughs) you are. Like people think you're sexy. They want to see how sexy you are, but she's just not about it, dude. So I don't like, it feels unnatural. It feels weird talking about like skincare stuff from a guy's perspective. Um, It does. It just doesn't feel natural. So I don't know, but we, we try to share it though. Like, I'll write like a script for her, and she yeah. ne- she needs the script. But for me, like, I have an idea of like, oh, like, like we're gonna do a series of like what Tallow is, who like, where Tallow started from, and blah blah blah. And I don't need yeah. like a script. I can just kind of like go off the wall of like, okay, I'm gonna do a video real quick, thirty seconds of what Tallow is. But she needs like a defined like script, yeah. what I'm gonna say, and then <laughs> and then she sounds like a robot. She's like (laughs) talk I think you should go to the website. (laughs) uh, She's getting better though. She's gotten a lot better. We did a video last week of like how she uses her favorite like uh tallow or whatever and she she did pretty good. So I'm proud of her. Just to work. Social media is is.
3: tough. You
2: like judge yourself the whole time too. Like I feel like I was definitely like that before I opened up um, my online boutique, like Katie Mays, like I, that would had to be solely my face, but that was still so awkward. Like, like a couple years ago, like when I'd have Trenton before I hired someone to take the photos and could be at that level, I had Trenton taking the photos and I'd like look at the photos and I'd, like, photos and I'd be like, Oh my God, I hate that. What did you do? Like, Oh my God, <laughs> that's horrible. T- <laughs> like you told me I look hot. I definitely don't look hot <laughs> yeah. and you're, like doing this and you're going back and forth and back and forth and then you get so discouraged and you're like you know what i'm just done i'm just uh,
1: done <laughs> oh for sure there's a a direct like a uh, link between at least for us with how much we post and how much we sell there's a mm-hmm. direct connection because i we can basically see through our shopify app where our sales are coming from and you know, how they get to our website and it's all through social media. So it's, I, if we didn't have social media, I don't know what the hell we'd do. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: That's
3: awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I feel awesome. that. Yeah. It was,
0: I just finally closed down like two or three weeks ago, the awakening, the tranquil warrior website, mm. because now we can sell the books through uh, our website and they're on Amazon and like all over the That so was kind anyway, of another
2: but, thing. Yeah. When you get like yeah. caught up in all these websites, yeah, you wind up having like, <laughs> like 12
0: <laughs> websites. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like three months without updating like the podcast on there, and I was like, "Ah, it's too much." Anyways, but once I started directing people to other websites, you like you said, you can track it all. We use Squarespace, but Kate was using Shopify. I use Shopify
2: for years, and I love Shopify. They break it down so easy and it's so user-friendly. That's my favorite
1: platform. I was real skeptical about Shopify. I thought it was like a cheap th- version and it really is because yeah. it was so cheap. I was like, man, I don't know if it's like a reputable yes. company, but it turns out like big brands are using Shopify, like large, yeah. large supplement. Like uh, so when I was sold on it, I realized that BPN uses Shopify. I don't know if you know who BPN is, you know, Nick bear, right? He's on. Yeah. He's a big fitness influencer on on Instagram, but he held, he owns BPN Performance or Bear Performance Nutrition, and uh, okay. it's a it's an Austin company, buddy. It's like it's a pretty big supplement company. Um, and I wrote and I saw that they use Shopify, so I was like, all right, all right, it's a real deal. So yeah. it's
0: legit. It's legit. Squarespace. Yeah, Squarespace. They have the same thing where you can see where people are getting to your site from, yeah. and it's definitely like it's pretty obvious that social media is necessary. Social
2: media is very necessary. But then, yeah, you got to do all this. And then you, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like being your own content creator, you you kind of judge what you're putting out there a lot and you're Uh, really hard on yourself. So you're like, is that legible enough? Is that eye-catching enough? Is someone that's scrolling through their feed, are they going to see these words pop out to them versus anything else? Like,
1: (laughs) Oh, for sure. Analyzing everything I, and I, I overanalyze, like I, no one hates me more than I hate myself. Like like Heard that. <laughs> I, I hate myself to the max. So everything that I do is just overly criticized. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely my own worst enemy on that. But I, I'm like getting to this point where like, I don't want to sell the tallow. That sounds weird. Like I don't want to sell it. I do. That's the goal. Right. But I want it to be like authentic. I don't want to come off as salesy. So our like latest approach is like just make an informational post um, mm-hmm. about like w- maybe what's like a, w- like today we're going to post something about like DEET and how DEET is like toxic and like, yeah. and, and just like chemicals in general, like what they do to our endocrine system or our hormones and, and all that stuff. And that, I think that stuff is, is good. Like informational stuff, which eventually will lead to a cell probably. Um, yeah, but I would rather, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I totally agree. We're the same way. Like we're not salespeople at all. And it's really hard to go from not being a salesperson to relying on yourself to sell shit (laughs) (laughs) to earn a living
1: (laughs) for sure, man.
0: Stuff. Yeah. Cause even like Kate's clothing store online, like she never, Needed to make a sale. It, like, it was fun and she had a lot of fun.
2: But that's the best way to do it because yeah. as soon as you put pressure on it, that's kind of when it starts to collapse. And really. you feel
0: like you're pushing people. Yeah. That's, and that sucks. And that yeah.
2: sucks. Like, I feel like as soon as I put the pressure on anything, like, Oh, I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it to do all these things. Then all of a sudden, creativity is out the window. All of a sudden, like my manifesting power is out the window. All of a sudden, the exact opposite thing is happening, and you're stressed out and you're making yourself sick, whether you give yourself a headache or you need to lay down or like whatever it is. And now you're down. So now you're losing hours.
3: Exactly. (laughs) You know,
2: and like you're like, so now I last like. Who knows? Maybe like a half day because I was stressing out about what this needed to do.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, y'all. So y'all have a lot going on. So you're and you recently, I guess not recently, but you're pregnant, right? Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm like halfway through. I'm 20 weeks now.
1: Yeah. 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 Due in December. Y'all kept that like on the wraps for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, we didn't know. Oh, you didn't know? (laughs) Oh, dang.
2: There was like, uh, I was feeling really bloated. And I like, kept saying, like, hey, I'm feeling really bloated. Like, and Trenton just kept going, well, you're probably really stressed. We just opened the studio, you're working out a lot. Maybe your abs are just really swollen, because you're working out a lot.
0: She she kept and going, like, I feel like my ab line is disappearing. I like, felt like it fu- was disappearing.
2: Oh. And, and then I was getting really angry. Because I'm like, man, I'm working out two or three times a day now. Like, and I know that you know inflammation happens, right? So I was going along with it, and I was eating more because I was working out more. <laughs> Little did I know, I was like twelve weeks pregnant, so oh. like that's, <laughs> wow.
1: that's why. That's so awesome! So do y'all know if it's a boy or a girl yet? No, nah, we, we find out, out a couple. Monday.
2: Yeah, okay. we find out Monday.
1: What are y'all hoping for? Um,
2: oh boy, care. for
3: boy. sure! Yeah. I
2: don't care.
1: No. That's awesome. So it's all those, uh, it's all those, all that routine and stuff. Like you took your own book. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all, right. Yeah, all your advice <laughs> from your own book, and you got that testosterone going, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it was. <laughs> that's. I should have added that as a disclaimer. Like, if you do all these practices in the book, you're going to be pretty potent. Be and
2: like
1: safe sex. Safe sex. <laughs> safe
0: sex. Yeah yeah that pull out game's gotta be spot on because you know
1: <laughs> D- dude i'm I'm amazed at you put out your first book and I feel like within a few months you already had like the second book' Cause it was pretty quick, right?
0: Oh yeah I mean it was it probably could have been released sooner. Uh, I found' being honest I have two three other books that could be released before yeah. the end of the year, but I like I probably won't release them. There's one I might release this fall. Um, but I probably won't release the other ones. I, I enjoy writing; it's pretty therapeutic for me. And that the Rewilding the Modern Man book was—I started writing that before I was done with Awakening of the Tranquil Warriors, so it was like three quarters of the way done. And then, like when you when you finalize a book, like the book is done, and then there's so much editing and like the. Kate knows because she, like, helped with a ton of that. Like, the creating of the book itself. Like, you have 30,000 words put together, but you still have – there's so much more work to be done. I think
2: the hardest thing was creating the cover. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, he
2: left that up to me. Like, again, (laughs) I was like (laughs) – Yeah. (laughs) And it was just like, hey, uh, create the cover. Even, like, the second book, like, he technically created the cover, but I had to size it up to everything on the website. And I'm not really, I don't, I don't, I've become techie because of lack of um, wanting to pay somebody to be techie.
1: Yes, understood.
2: <laughs> so it's like, it's not like a, it's, it's definitely a brand new thing. So anyways, so like sizing those covers to exactly what those websites want in the exact definition, like you could submit something in a nice, you think it's perfect. You're like, this is awesome. This is perfect. They email you like two weeks later and say, yeah, that's shit. You got to start over. <laughs> oh and you're God. like.
0: Yeah. Because they, they take forever to respond. So, yeah, you spend hours or days submitting a file and then they have to review it to make sure it's legit. And then, yeah, like two weeks it later. Takes
2: forever. <laughs> and then you're back at the start. Oh, what my
1: God. Mean- that sounds like yeah. a nightmare.
0: It kind of, that part's annoying. Like, I urge anybody who has an idea to write a book, like, write it for sure. And then reach out to a
2: publisher. Yeah,
0: but definitely get some help. If you have the finances to have someone help you do it, do it. Then do that.
1: (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. That's so cool. Like, the whole process. I, I, when my head, I'm like, and I think about my timeline throughout the day, like, I, the only time I could probably write is when the kids are asleep like in the morning or at night. So I'm, when did you do all your writings? Like around those times?
0: Yeah. Those times Yeah, <laughs> it was when I was working like full time in oil and gas, there was, I would do a ton of like, whenever I had an idea, I, and I still do this now. Like when, if I have an idea, I I'd pull my phone out and I like put it in my notes or if I, I'm listening to a podcast or listening to a audible book or if I'm, if i happen to have a moment to pick up a physical book and read it (laughs) then Mm -hmm. i'll jot down notes like for whatever topic i'm i'm doing at the same and sometimes i'll i'll just send it in a message to kate because i'll be like i'll just be like hey don't let me forget this this was really cool i just (laughs) learned this or whatever but yeah there's like little like there's note papers all over the fucking house that have like because we both do it we just jot shit down, like, all over the place. Well, so. you getting it. You
2: have kids, and <laughs> yeah. you're running businesses, and you have a wife. Like, you're just like, yeah. holy shit, I need to get this out now, or I'm not gonna remember it.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I do the same thing with, with Kelly, too. I send her like a random text of something, like just like a half-baked idea, and then she's like, "Oh, is this one of your notes?" I'm like, "Yep, I just, I just it's like, <laughs> it's like four or five words that I just need to jog my memory." You know what I mean? So I was, yeah. we yeah. get all these texts from re- from each other. So that's good. Yeah. Shit right and- there. We even do it
2: on Instagram. Like we send. I don't know if you guys do this, but we pass videos all the time to each other through Instagram. Like we'll send them and send. Like sometimes I'll send like four or five in a row because you'll be going through your feed and you're like, "Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good." And you're blowing (laughs) your significant other up. That's like on the couch with you. You're like, "Hey, check those
1: out." (laughs) I know those color schemes that y'all have, like for the book and for the gym, like those are legit colors. Yeah, that's. it's unique, like you don't. It's not like normal gym color—the black, the white. Like it looks good. I, the post that y'all made—I think it was this week. I forget what it was about, but it was like an informational post. There was like three slides. I forget what it was about. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. But
1: those color schemes are just beautiful. I mean, was just like,
0: our wow. whole house is that color, man. Is it's it, like it right?
1: follow yeah. us our whole
2: life. Like, really? I have people ask about those colors, and I really was just like. Well, first we bought our weight set and that was the very first thing we bought was that dumbbell set and the dumbbell set was orange and blue. Uh So then we just carried it on from that point. But like to be completely honest, it's like it's all through everything we we even wear the colors all the time. We don't do it on purpose. Like our Stanley's that we have sitting here right now are orange and blue. Like they and it's just the colors we picked. Like I don't
1: That's awesome. it it's just, just
2: a weird thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, Trenton keeps telling me about like the really cool thing you're doing with the video, like to go around with all the farms, the regenerative farms. Oh,
0: yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, I want to talk about the documentary for sure. Yeah. Yes. Have you called Mr. Sean Grace yet from North Star Bison?
1: No, I thought you gave him my number. Or did you give me Oh your you're right, I
0: did. I see there's another one of them notes, dude. Okay. I need to I'll send you his number after this. Okay. Me, yeah. He's
1: really cool. Is he dope? His his Instagram yeah. is legit. He seems yeah, cool. he's
2: like really. We've been buying from them for so long, but never like got to obviously speak to anybody because you buy from brands all the time and you don't get to speak to the owners.
0: Yeah, what what they do, I, I think you'd be really interested in this part. One of the coolest things, and the podcast we do with him, I think releases on the third of August, and he talks about it. But they do a their field harvest. This oh. is like no one else does this. I don't know if you've heard it, but they like they basically snipe the bison, and so there's no like. The hormones, they get pumped into the meat from, you know, uh, hustling them into uh, cattle and then, you know, driving them up to the butcher and, like, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Like, even though it's USDA considered humane, like, yeah, the way they do it at North Star is they fucking they drop them. They
2: straight up, yeah, like, truly hunt them.
0: With a copper bullet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> straight to the brain. Damn. Yeah.
2: They really think about it. Yeah. yeah. They,
0: they go the whole way, man. Like, they... They've been around. He was the f- they were the first ones to sell meat online. The very first ones. In like nineteen ninety nine.
2: Yeah, nineteen ninety nine.
1: Oh damn. Yeah, so he's really yeah. an OG, dude.
0: Yeah, for a uh, for real OG. His his parents started the farm and I think he took it over in ninety four, or maybe they started in I think they started in ninety four. And then he took it over um, recently, but yeah, dude, it's it's legit. When, I think you'll connect well. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll like him, dude. He's good, dude.
1: I'm excited, He's dude. A... Anything with bison, dude. I, I love those. Are like, I wouldn't call it my spirit animal, but I've become <laughs> obsessed with bison. So uh, maybe it
0: is. I could see. Maybe,
2: it I, I think maybe. I was just gonna say that too. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I could see it. Maybe. After you say it, you could see it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I like, I like, uh I like bison. We the ranch I went to in Fredericksburg, Texas, they do bison. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's Which,
0: what one was that? Was that Rome Ranch? Rome or? Ranch, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so they have the forces of nature meat that they sell online, and they're pretty legit, dude. It's like a legit operation out there. So I'm excited, yeah. More, I want to get another place for the documentary, another bison place because those of them are yeah. just, just the majestic animals and they're so beautiful. I still want like this. I'm picturing like this amazing shot of like it being foggy and like it's kind of dark and the bison blow and that's like the mist coming. Like we couldn't get that shot cause it's so fucking hot in Texas, but
0: uh, I want to, well, I want to get Northern Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. He's in Northern Wisconsin. So if you said you might be making trip up this fall, so yeah. like it's, it it's, it's parallel to where I'm from in Northern Michigan. So like it'll, it'll be cold this fall. You'll get the cold mornings. You'll get that.
1: That'll be dope. You'll get dude. The, Yeah. Man.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll give you his number, man. I made a note here on one of our, random
1: pieces of paper with a <laughs> pen on it. So. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's a fun so I talked to um I had this grand vision of doing this documentary and like getting it done this year and then putting it out on the film festival markets uh in twenty twenty four. But after talking with uh, uh I'm a name dropper, but Jane Buxton um yeah. have you read her book?
0: Yeah, she's phenomenal. Dude, she's phenomenal.
1: That book was amazing, dude. I I was like my favorite book. I had to read chapters over and over again cuz she's so smart and I'm an idiot. So I was like having to consume <laughs> her stuff, but she like when I was talking to her about it and she's going to be on the documentary too. Um
0: Yeah, that's what you were saying that she was she was kind of guiding a little bit.
1: Yeah, man. So I didn't want to ask her cuz on so we we ended up doing a podcast and the podcast I think only lasted like 30 minutes but we met for over an hour and we ended up talking about the documentary uh more than the book so she seemed interested but she was also talking about how she was on another documentary like kind of related to it so i was like i don't want to ask her about it but yeah. then a couple of weeks passed or a month and passed and i was like man i just want her to be part of it like it feels every time i go to like a, like when i went to rome ranch i ended up talking about her and i was like it just feels right to to ask her. So I, I asked her and she was like all for it, man. She's like, heck yeah, I want to be part of it. So like some of her guidance initially was like, was why are you going so fast? Like that was her first question. She's like, it took me three years to write the book. Why do you want to do this so fast? And I was like, I don't know. That's a good question. Cause I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I, I just like I'm a mouse on this little pedal and I just want to go really quick. And she's like, you don't have yeah. to. She So that was kind of the, and it, it, it kind of relieved a lot of stress off my shoulders too because I felt like I like I was racing against something but I really wasn't I, was, I guess yeah. racing against myself um so that was like the first thing she told me to do was like slow down take your time with it and and really enjoy the process of the, of creating it so that's kind of so what are
0: you enjoying it for now then, since you slowed down a little bit?
1: Yeah, I don't feel so like there's no one like holding me to a release date or anything like that. So I don't know why I had that thought initially. It's just like my personality, I guess. Uh, yeah. but I am enjoying the process like being a little bit more thoughtful, planning out with the uh, videographers before we go and really taking our time and not being afraid of to, to have to go back to a location to shoot. Um, So we've done, we've done three locations so far. Um, We're doing another one. We do like one or two a month, basically. So we got like 14 or 15 spots that we need to visit. And then, um, yeah, so it's a lot. Um, And then I kind of came up with this idea, like through the nonprofit. So on three locations that we visited so far, we got over like 10, 12 hours of footage. of of like these land experts talking about how to transition away from conventional farming to a regenerative practice or whatever title you want to call it, whether it's regenerative or holistic land management, whatever you want to call it. Um, And I was like, man, all this stuff is going to get just wasted because the documentaries are going to be a little bit over an hour. So I've kind of been playing with the idea of like providing free training content for farmers and ranchers that want to go, learn about it because that's the biggest hurdle is these conferences for regenerative land management and to learn about these practices are very expensive. Farmers don't have the, the funds and sometimes they just don't have the freaking time. They can't go to a, a conference for a week to learn about, you know, land management about regenerative practices. So through the documentary and the nonprofit, I want to provide much training content from all these experts and s- all the experts that teach the conferences are going to be at the documentary. Like why not use the footage to do something else with it? So that's kind of, yeah. I- I'm almost getting like more excited about that than the documentary itself, but it'll come man. So
0: I could see it being like a series too. I could see a series.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know, we talked, we talked about that too. Cause it's it's <laughs> like, there's so much that we want to would tackle like regenerative, like the climate and then like the animal treatment, but there's also this cultural aspect in land management. That's the device that we talked about last time. Um, that's a big topic amongst, uh, landowners, um, and soil experts like that. It's a, it's a, it's a larger topic. And I thought it would be, everyone's kind of afraid to talk about it. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I could kind of see it turning into like a series a little bit like, yeah. and then
0: there's the nutritional aspect of it. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could go deep, man. Yeah. You, when you get a chance to talk to that Sean grace, ask him about his experience nutritionally, because he's his transformation going animal based off of his regenerative products is unrivaled. Really? I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's in it's incredible. I'll send you some pictures that he sent me. Like it's, yeah, he put on like 20 pounds of muscle like really leaned out like
2: he said within five months
0: eight months but eight yeah months. but yeah, yeah still i mean like
2: 20 pounds of muscle in eight months wild, is like dude. that's it that's a lot the that's damn
1: wild. bison man <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah. yeah
2: what did they like bison have 40,000 yeah, nutrients in them
1: yeah dude
2: 40,000 isn't that insane like that's almost it makes it sounds almost make-believe like when you try to wrap your head around it you're like wait did you mess up a number you meant like 400
1: yeah I <laughs> and our- whenever I ate bison for the first time I felt like I don't know if it was placebo or what it was but I for sure felt a little <laughs> different and that even if I eat elk meat something that's like from an animal that's like really athletic or something <laughs> um I feel different for sure than yeah. just eating regular cows or beef, you know? Yeah.
2: I think it is so much of it. If you think about it on an energetic level, when you're consuming another animal, like you are partially con- like that animal's energy is still obviously in their meat that you're eating. So like the animal that you're eating, like when you're consuming like a docile kind of like chill cow, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you think about it, like, that, ah, it makes so much sense. Right. Like, and you think of a, a robust bison that's like beautiful and has this thick hair and it's just like it's beautiful when you're consuming part of that animal so like why wouldn't you feel similar energetically to that animal
0: yeah Yeah, they're so powerful Mm -hmm. just these massive beasts there was there i was uh i was a lifeguard for a quick minute after high school in northern michigan and there was a bison farm right next to it was at a Great Wolf Lodge so it's not I wasn't like a real lifeguard I was like a watching kids play in the water not like a bay
2: watch. yeah I
0: wasn't like a bay watch Just flexing watch.
1: your abs out there all the time <laughs>
0: yeah watching toddlers in the kids. no he's
2: like yelling I'm not to pee in the pool yeah
0: more more of that please don't please don't shit in the pool <laughs> this, is a, this is a horrible situation I've been there but, but to the point there was a bison farm down the hill and So when the bison would get out, um, like it would take, they would tell you to like stay, you know, they would come up to vehicles and they would like flip vehicles over. Just not being aggressive, just like rubbing their fucking backs against it. Just trying to itch. They'd be flipping vehicles over in the parking lot. Um, And so it would take like, you know, 30, 40 people normally on golf carts or four wheelers to try to guide them back because they were just, they weren't aggressive, but they're just such powerful beasts that just them walking through a parking lot like yeah. it's dangerous.
1: <laughs> I bet the bison up north are bigger than the ones that I saw down here in Texas.
0: I maybe yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. There uh, people are doing a lot of um, a, what do they what do they call it a, a beefalo. Like a, it's oh, like a cross between a, a cow and a, and a Buffalo. What
2: does that look like?
0: It's, it's a smaller bison, um,
2: still long hair,
0: a little. Yeah. There, a lot of people are doing them in Northern Michigan. Uh, I don't, I'm not really sure what the reason is behind it, but the, the beefalo <laughs> is becoming Maybe more tame. Becoming. Probably
2: cheaper too. Yeah, you know? Bison, yeah. Cause yeah. you're not mating two bisons. You're mating a cow and a bison. Yeah.
1: yeah. That Taylor at Roan Ranch was saying that the heat, like over over time, they've gotten smaller. Like animals like the deer in Texas are smaller than the deer up up north because of the heat. They need less yeah. like they just have morphed yeah. into a smaller animal.
0: What's that? There there's a there's a theory, I forget what it's called. Like boars or, or berg Bergman's. I think it's called Bergman's theory. Or Bergman's law, rather. Yeah. Mammals in particular, the colder the environment, the larger they get. And that's for all mammals. And it's about surface area, because the more surface area an animal has, the better ability they have to stay cool or to stay warm, rather. And so that's, I could definitely see that an animal adapting to get a little bit smaller, like in Southern Texas that's supposed to be a, a northern. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's for sure. So yeah. how far, how far is this place from y'all again?
0: Uh, so North Star is probably from us i'd say every bit of eight ten hours probably
2: yeah we heard about north star bison right when we were kind of it was right after i got certified in holistic nutrition and trent was listening to a lot of podcasts and so this was probably like seven years ago
3: yeah
2: and uh he was listening to Ben Greenfield. Do you know who Ben Greenfield is? Yeah, he was listening to Ben Greenfield podcast. And at that time, he like, Ben Greenfield talked us into so many things through yeah. his podcast. <laughs> like, he so talked many. us through, like, we still use Trace Minerals. Those were on there. Yeah. Like, we still use Red Light, the yeah. Juve. Yeah. Like um well north star was one that he had mentioned i don't know if he interviewed him or not but i remember him mentioning them and then we were immediately like oh who's north star bison and um googled it and then just had been using them since
1: that's freaking great
0: it's hard to find a lot of like specific organs online yeah and through especially regenerative like there's a couple places that i used to be able to order like testicles and you know some other strange organs from but they were grass fed and finished they weren't regenerative you know for some
2: nature like cuz yeah. we order force in nature too for our ground blends yep. um and they are starting to sell more organs like i yeah. seen tongue on not that i eat the tongue but i've seen tongue on there yeah and yeah. other ones
0: they have a lot like they have, they have pancreas thymus gland adrenal gland oh, like damn. yeah try an adrenal gland there's it's small but,
2: you'll feel like you're straight up on drugs. Yeah, dude. Like really? you,
0: you want a pre workout? Yeah, you want a pre workout? Like <laughs> and an adrenal gland. Oh, oh yeah. God.
1: From a bison? Holy shit, yeah. dude.
0: Oh dude, it's insane. Yeah. It it's it's a small organ. Yeah. I mean, and you you know. But it's uh it's worth it, man. They they got yeah. a lot of good shit. they the pancreas is, is good. They got spleen. I mean
2: There's just one. Was it the kidney that really smells like
0: bison kidney's tough.
2: It's <laughs> <really> <laughs> mallet cooking oh yeah (laughs) i don't really go outside the realm unless it's in a blend of like eating heart or liver um and those two are like my limit to like visually see them and eat them yeah um (laughs) but i was cooking kidney queued up like a couple years ago
0: bison kidney smelled
2: like like there was a sewer leak like in our house like i was like what the hell are you cooking (laughs) like shut that off
0: have you have you eaten kidney before
1: no i haven't i don't know if i want to now (laughs) no
2: no, (laughs) if it's in a blend you're probably fine but
0: (laughs) it's really like rabbit kidney is good they're tiny uh those are good the rabbit kidney is good because you don't taste as much of it but
2: because it's smaller because it's
0: smaller yeah (laughs) but The bison kidney, like any large animal kidney, dude, it's, it's good for you, but, uh, it tastes a little like you're in, yeah, it's a little tough.
1: Do you, um, are we just so immersed into this like culture of eating animal based that that's all we see? Or do you think like the rest of society is starting to wake up to eating like even just like raw liver or eating like an animal based diet? Do you feel like it's like expanding more? Yeah. You
2: think so? I do. I do feel like it's expanding more. I feel like I feel like the tabooness of talking about what you eat has kind of worn off a little bit like for yeah. a minute. It was a really hot topic. Like I feel like when you talked about <laughs> it sounds so stupid like i could only imagine telling my grandmother this like <laughs> that you could not talk about your diet to yeah. somebody else like Is it it offended it them, offended them. <laughs> yeah in some way and i would even get weird cuz i post recipes all the time like what like what i i would wonder like oh i do know some of my friends diets are completely different are they going to get offended that i use like Butter or bone marrow, you know what I mean? Yeah. And how I I feel like I feel like I'm literally connecting with my grandmother and she's like, what the hell? Like, like you know what I mean? Absolutely. But, but for a minute it felt like religion. It felt like yeah. politics. For like sure. you couldn't express what you were eating. And that is such a weird dynamic.
1: For sure. Yeah. 110%. So- I I even things like simple like butter, like people are starting to realize that butter is healthy for you. It's better than margarine. Like it's even like cooking with tallow. It, it It's yeah. interesting at farmer's markets, our generation, they know what tallow is. And as soon as they come up, they're like, I'm in, I'm sold. But my parent, like the generation of like our parents, I would think yeah. I automatically thought like they would know like, Oh yeah, my grandma, but it's, they, they don't. It's like yeah. the generation before them, like our grandparents, they knew but it's yeah. interesting to see that this younger generation even like we have got kids like that are 13 14 years old that are like just buy buy it up cuz they're 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 sick of getting skincare stuff from uh you know the store conventional skincare stuff so it's inter- yeah. it's interesting to see like the transition away from conventional wisdom I guess it's pretty cool to see yeah. It's we just awesome. talked about yeah. that. Huh? It, you
2: know, it, it's, it's really funny because our parents, I feel like, know, talk about Crisco, right? Like, yeah. they're talking about a vegetable shortening. They're talking about, like, you know, be- vegetable oil, peanut oil. Like, that's, like, their thing. And then I'm like, you guys still use that shit? I know. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but no, I, I love the tallow products for skin. They're so nice. I think what you guys are doing is so like profound and you're, I think some of the beginning of the movers for that, like, and it is, my skin is so different when I use tallow than any other product I've used. It's
1: kind of weird. It's almost like fake when we were using it. Like before we started selling it, we would use it on our kids. And they would get bug bites and stuff, and uh, it it like re- drastically reduced the redness, rashes, sunburn and stuff. And we were like, "Is this like just us?" And then we started giving it to our friends, and our friends like, it, it like what really sold me is one time my friend broke out in a like a, a hives rash on her neck. It was like pretty thick like kind of sketchy hives i was like is that hives or what the hell is that but <laughs> we rubbed she rubbed tallow on and within 30 minutes it was gone like it legitimately just gone and i was like okay maybe we should like do this like right you know yeah. like, like make this a thing so i always tell people like we're not like inventors like we didn't like invent the wheel of tallow. or we're just like trying to reintroduce people back to it just to like yeah. i like my goal for it is um is to teach people how to make it and if they can't make it then buy local from someone for them that is making it and if they can't do that then we're here like we can sell it yeah. to you so i would rather yeah. have someone like buy it render it themselves and and then do that for them their families but if they can't then you know we're we want to provide a service for that
0: yeah oh absolutely. Well. I- you guys do that whole process so you know it's not like a super fast and easy nah, process it like takes it, while. it takes a it takes some effort right but it's like you were saying like i with our generation before like to kind of go back to that like i feel like that generation was really robbed of ancestral knowledge like it was it was ripped straight from them because the world of corporate america like took over
2: that's when like you know the tv got big commercials radio commercials or like um magazines like that was huge and all
0: pushed by corporations that wanted you to buy new products that cost very little money
2: they started slaving out not slaving out i shouldn't say that but they started making both parents work like it wasn't they wasn't able there wasn't like whether it was the male or the female whoever was like they weren't ever able to be home to do these things so they needed quick they needed convenient they needed cheap and i needed it now yeah
1: Yeah. no for sure that's when like the food pyramid came out and everyone was following the food pyramid that was the gospel
0: yeah Yeah, because no one we didn't i don't think they knew that they should distrust those people yeah like who would have thought that our government officials were trying to kill us (laughs)
1: right yeah for sure and then when you say that like you know talking to my parents about that kind of stuff it gets nowhere and i've kind of accepted that there's just some people that you're not going to win with and i'd rather have a loving relationship and just accept wherever they're living and whatever they're doing rather than trying to convince them because when i started learning like i'm a very like i if i learn something i want to like share that with people, you know what I mean? And I don't uh-huh. want it I don't mean for it to come off as like arrogance or anything like that, but I'm like so excited that I'm like, oh this, like I did this, I integrated this like butter in my life and it's like help me do this. All right. And I want to share that with people. But sometimes I can come off as being pushy or uh yeah. you know, trying to change the way people live. So I'm trying to slowly like pull that back <laughs> and just Just shut up basically. (laughs) It's so hard. It is so hard. Like we
2: talk about it all the time with parents. Like you can like I think Trenton told me Paul Saladino mentioned something about his parents in a podcast. And then I was like, Oh, even Paul Saladino's like doing it with his parents, right? Like and um with his supplement company with organs. So it didn't make me feel so bad. But like I remember like initially like you said, when you first find out, you're like, Holy shit, I got the information I can help you. Like it is like you know especially if they're going through something or taking you know and have been for a long time you're like oh well, throw that shit out like buy that you'll be fine like you know but our parents get really offended and like they take it as arrogance from their children and it's not that it's not that we want to come off that way like you said you're just so excited and you got so much and then i felt like it caused so many fights and (laughs) awkwardness like at birthday parties or holidays yeah. Everybody looked at you and was like and then it made it really awkward because they're like, Are your kids allowed to have that? Like, you know, like I know some-
1: they like purposely make it awkward and say things like, Oh don't yeah. bring, don't bring it like, out to John. Don't bring it out to John. Like, that's
2: like, so when you to, like their family barbecue on fourth of July and they'll be like, Hey, Kate, like are are your kids allowed to have jello? <laughs> like I know that uh you don't like that stuff in your yeah. life. <laughs> And you're sitting there with all your family, and now everybody's dead silent staring at you to see if you allow your kids to have jello with the other grandkids.
3: And
0: they do um, it in front of the kids. I know. Yeah. So kids are like,
1: Yeah. Can I? And I know.
2: says could. Like,
1: that's so wow. awkward. I, <laughs> one moment that sticks out for me is we were having a surprise birthday party for somebody, and uh, I think it was my mom, and everyone was eating cake and ice cream, and uh, somehow, like I wasn't even in the group, but somehow, like the topic of me eating liver with with honey came up. Like John eats liver with honey and and fruit, it came up. So they they called me over to the table, and I mind you, there's like ten people at this table. Everyone's eating cake and ice cream, and uh, they said, you know, you're gonna get sick eating liver with honey. Blah blah blah. That's that's gonna you're, you you're gonna get. They were lecturing me, and I let them lecture, and I was like you realize like you're lecturing me while y'all are eating cake and ice cream right now. Do <laughs> like, you see like the irony about this right now? And they're, like, they're like, no. And I, I, I was get like-
2: late to that hundred <laughs> percent. They do it to us too. My uh, mom will do it. Like she does it. I like literally at the most random shit, like she'll, she'll be eating like whatever fast food thing or something. And then she should be like, honey, are you, um, I know you said you're like eating organs and stuff, but are you also eating fruit? Like, are you? And I'm like, mom, do you? Yes, of course. Duh. Yeah. And then she, and, but then the second you're like, do you know the nutrients that's in those organs anyway? And she's like, yeah, but I read you shouldn't be eating stuff like that. Not when you're pregnant. Yeah. And I'm like, what?
1: What? Yeah. What? It's Why what? are
2: you questioning me? Should I be going to get fat food? Should I be drinking a diet Coke? Like what? Yeah. You know what I mean? But they do that and yeah. they do it to all embarrass you like yeah, and like sure. correct you and i don't know if it comes from a place of insecurity like while they're eating their food they're thinking about how <laughs> you're not eating cake
3: yeah,
2: yeah. So, like they feel insecure because of that but we've been in so many fights and then we just got to the point where we were like fuck it give me a piece of cake i want the smallest piece you got yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> like
0: fuck it yeah it's really funny because like i i happened to see one of our gym members at a coffee shop like a couple a couple mornings <laughs> ago and uh and she didn't I was waiting for coffees and uh they called her name and she walked past me with like two frappuccinos and was like oh fuck <laughs> like like I was gonna judge her uh, and I'm like,
1: like punch her face. Dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, she got like embarrassed about it and I like I was gonna slap her out of her hand like you can't be yeah, mad. But you know she better. Say,
2: she was like she turned around, she's like, Oh hey she's like, oh, Okay, I know these are really bad for me, but I'm gonna drink them and eat them and then like literally just left. Yeah, she was I'm like <laughs>
1: that's almost like worse too because it's worse yeah. whenever you do have those moments and you sometimes uh like i i will eat a cake or i will eat a piece i'll eat a cookie like sometimes i want that shit you know what i mean and then th- yep. that's almost worse because then it's really rubbed in like oh fuck look at john <laughs> fucking cheat look yeah. at john blah blah, blah. john's fucking <laughs> up here everybody watch out. i'm like yeah, I sometimes will indulge on cake and ice cream, I <laughs> yeah. like, but it's not an everyday thing. Like, so.
2: I know they're like, let's document. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You <laughs> said she have a cookie, like, you yeah. know what I mean?
0: Like, like, take a picture, take a picture. He's yeah.
2: Like, your- he's
0: got frosting on his chin. Take a picture. Hurry, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: yeah. she said yes to the pizza. She said yes. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's it's sad. I, it's <laughs> I, so we started taking our own food, like our own ice chest, to my parents. <laughs> and part partly of it is because we just don't like, we have kids, so we don't want to eat all their food. But also I just, I just want to eat eggs and meat. Like I just simple, I just want to, that's, I don't want to think about food and yeah. um, it like in the Hispanic culture, food is life. Like it's sure, just yeah. like, like everything comes and centers around food. So the fact that I'm not eating the rice, the beans, the fucking, the tortillas, it, it, I think now it's better, but it definitely drove a stake in like the family <laughs> dinners. Like it was a thing. And then it, it's getting better, but yeah, I think I, I think you're right. It's like insecurity, but also they feel like you're not a part of the family already. Yes. You know I mean?
2: They feel the disconnect in their family. My dad kinda similar. My dad is Italian mm-hmm. and he really loves the um the
0: communal, the communal aspect,
2: aspect right. yeah. of being Italian. So he really pushes that aspect more than anything else. Yeah. Cause my mom's actually almost like hundred percent Irish. <laughs> so like she's like not she's the one that actually bakes all the Italian cookies for the fishes <laughs> <seven laughs> and everything. But whatever. <laughs> and so like um but yeah my dad loves that aspect, the family core aspect, you know, of that right. Um, what becomes like a cold thing. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. like, um, so I remember the first time I was like, and I must've caught him on a bad mood. We were, it was like in a winter time and it was for somebody's birthday and they order, we, they always kind of order pizza. Well, not anymore because of me, they order fried chicken. Cause that's better, <laughs> but whatever. And like, you know, fruit <laughs> and, and it's because of me, cause they told me that, but, like, <laughs> but anyways, they <laughs> had pizza and i was like dad i'm good i'm really good like i was like the kids fine whatever because that was almost like my i could be like whatever because we took the pressure off of so much separation right and so i was like i'm good dad and he was like no you need to eat some pizza like you you need to, you need to fill your belly you need to like you know get mm. some food what are you doing i bought this food and like I was like, Dad, no, for real. Like I don't want it. I'm gonna feel sluggish. I'm gonna feel tired. I got to take care of three kids after this and tuck them all in. Like right. I don't want the pizza. Anyways, I ended up like a really big thing, and he like blew up. And it was like, I mean, it was like disrespecting the family that yeah. I didn't take a slice of the pizza. <laughs> like yeah. I was alienating myself. I was like, you know, burning my last name pretty much for not eating the slice. <laughs> pizza yeah and i would and i'm like you didn't even make the fucking pizza I'm like, I'm yeah. like you had somebody delivered this fucking pizza and that's i know
1: that that's hilarious like i'm it's shaming,
2: shaming. <laughs> yeah a private setting we're in your home
1: like it's right 100%. it's okay no,
2: fine. yeah
1: how do y'all deal it's with just, the kids part of it like when y'all go to visit y'all's family is it I guess you all, you all live close to the family, though, so there's probably more interactions with the kids and the family.
2: There is. My mom's gotten a lot better, and she tells me it's because, again, because of me. But like, it, uh,
0: it took she, a lot of like, it took a lot
2: there. of footstepping. There was uh-huh. like, so at the beginning, it was kind of like it was very cut and dry. It was like I packed the diaper bag. That's the food they ate if you watch them. And then I found out they were just sneaking other food anyway when I watched them because the yeah. kids told us. Right. And so like um, I eventually like had many, many, many talks with my mom. And honestly, I think it was when I really started to pursue health and wellness as a mainstay career and not just, you know, doing it on myself. Like because when you just do it, for yourself, everybody wants to rip you apart so that you can't kind of become better. I, as as horrible as that sounds, it's kind of what it is. Because right. you're growing out of them a little bit, you're moving on, mm-hmm. and they don't like that. They don't want. It, they love you, so they want to feel that connection to you. When they start feeling that unfamiliarity of a disconnect of some reason, they want to pull you back in. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And
2: it, yeah. and it really is out of their love, but it's really disharming to you. Hmm. and it holds you down so like there was so many conversations like that but once i started pursuing it more um my mom would she would buy the organic gummies and it's like, the- yeah, like <laughs>
0: organic goldfish, organic
2: goldfish <laughs> oh my god and, and, like, <laughs> I always I just let it go after that. Like, was, like she did bought like the organic apple juice, like and I was like, Mom, it's really not the organic tagline that I'm looking for here. Like yeah. I'm I'm really concerned about the ingredients. Organic's great, but like if it's still got a fuck ton of sugar in it, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. That was her coming my, you know, meeting me distance wise. Right. And so I appreciated that. So I wasn't gonna be so so that's where we're at now. I was yeah. kind of like, all right you came my distance, you saw me, you heard me eventually. (laughs) And so I will come my distance a little bit too. And be like, you know what, I don't expect you to be perfect. But I really do appreciate you actually, you know, looking for things and respecting me in that aspect.
1: That's beautiful. That almost makes me like tear up a little bit. Because yeah, if you think about like the act that your mom went, she went and like, Oh, I'm going to get organic because she's been sold her whole life of like organic is good for you. You know what I mean? So that, uh, yeah, Yeah. that's like when you look at it from that perspective and she took extra steps to buy the organic to like, because she thought that you were going to be like, you'd be happy with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Like my parents (laughs) don't really get that sweet, but uh, (laughs) it's like as soon as, so we don't live close to our family um yeah. you know my wife's family's from Ohio and then my family lives in in West Texas so we're not always around them so whenever we do go around them it's like my dad's the cookie monster like as soon like the minute I, like literally the minute we walk in the house it's like they went and stocked up on cookies for the week cuz we'll go for a week so like it's just like as soon as we get there, it's like sugar rush time, and that, like <laughs> it, it, I was I would literally be in the worst mood for the like almost the entire trip because I would be upset about them f- feeding my kids cookies, and now I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, most of the time my kids like are eating good, ninety five percent of the time I can be, like. I guess, relaxed a little bit when we're at grandmas and grandpas. And I think that's kind of how I've I've been approached of it. Obviously not perfect because sometimes I'm like, all right, they had cookies at 9 a.m. They don't need it at lunch and for dinner. You know what I mean? It's like one time (laughs) a day. So my parents are like good about that. But every now and then like they'll sneak cookies like, oh, you know, when I'm not looking or if I go run or something, they'll sneak cookies and then I come back in and they get like chocolate (laughs) all over their face. So it's like, you're like, what the
2: fuck? And then you're yeah. like, we were, you. I kind of got to a point where I was like, well, I don't want them to develop this relationship with food where like they are now hiding like the ice yeah. cream or cream from me that grandma's giving to because then that like that's weird. Yeah. Like, no yeah. one wants that. So, like you said, yeah. And so then you have to, much like what you did is what we did because we would spend so much energy like being so pissed yeah. and irritated. And you're like, but this is ruining the whole trip and my relationship with like, you know, the people that gave me light. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah.
2: I, and yeah. so, um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's a, you got, I think you just gotta
1: pick your battles. pick your battles. <laughs> Same. Yeah. That's tough.
2: Yeah.
0: That's what we figure too. Like if, if when they're at home, the diet's good you know they're getting their two servings and of we're super strict
2: on them at home and so like like you guys like you're you're really like on it you're like hey nothing in this house is gonna you know and then when you go buck wild to grandma's and i have to sober you back up and <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: like, for sure it's a detoxing period <laughs> seriously different yeah.
2: children right like do yeah. you notice it's like from when you're at they're at your house and they're eating differently to where when they're at grandma's and grandpa's like the mental breakdowns, the yeah. hysterias, the yeah. drama, the lethargicness. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: it's a real thing. The- well, even, mm-hmm. even like comparing kid, like you don't want to compare, but like noticing the differences between like how your kids act versus how other people's kids act. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, What's I, it- I think a lot of it has to do with diet. Man, and the, I don't,
2: hundred I see 100%. it all the time and you don't want to, especially with kids, you're, I guess you're not necessarily judging the kids. You're just actually taking note and being mindful of how they're different. But then you're kind of like, I want to tell the parents, like, I think I know why their kids are having those hysterical breakdowns or being so crazy and like combative. I mean, our kids, I'm sure you could agree. You're like, they're definitely not perfect, but they're definitely, there's a big difference. There's a real big difference in diet i mean even with yourself right like yeah. like you said you're prime more uh primarily like meat and eggs and a little bit of fruit now like when you go off that diet and it's like you're eating just say like you have like a bowl of oats with honey and you're like eating oh, yeah. all this sh- food like you're like your temper's like bang yeah. like you don't take anything to get ignited you had sugar you had like you're super irritated maybe overstimulated absolutely. like
1: absolutely yeah. Yeah. My anxiety's through the roof. And that's like, that's one of the reasons I think I, I started like this animal based journey. I started with keto and then it went animal based, but it was because I was battling like really weird, bad anxiety. Like I developed twitches all over my body at one point, like mm-hmm. my muscles were twitching. I thought it was like ALS at one point. I convinced myself it was ALS cause it was just like on an arm. And then it went to my leg and it was like all day. And I, it was like related to like my habits. It wasn't just food. It was like my sleeping habits, my exercise habits. It was all yeah. of it. It's like a a little bit of everything. And then once I realized, oh, like I I shouldn't be drinking frappuccinos. Like now I drink cold brew with heavy cream. Not perfect, but it's not like the frappuccino. You know what I mean? Um, yes. I think that plays a big role in it yeah, oh, yeah 100%. so much
2: i noticed such a difference like i can like not to like really you know make anybody mad but Trent and i were joking around so our one rabbit keeps getting loose and like and out of its like little rabbit hutch and like it they're strong as fuck and they're fast <laughs> as fuck like more than any other rabbit
0: but they're people. not supposed to be they're, they're the fuzzy ones
2: like and we don't feed them rabbit pellets because we just give them all our scraps right. like and it organic fresh vegetables and i was like jenna it's because of that fucking food i was like we should be feeding them grain like you know so that they're like, like oh yeah so like,
0: we need to be kellogg them yeah, hell
1: yeah
2: so that they're docile and not so combative and strong.
1: that's true you're feeding them <laughs> freaking then, steroids yeah. the food you're feeding them with
2: <laughs> oh, seriously right and it's just our table scraps but like I, you don't realize, like, even in your animals, like, yeah. the difference in your animals. And, yeah. like, it, when you say something like that, you're like, oh, no shit. When people consume so much grain, and grain brain's real, and grain yeah. bodies real. Like, that's not – that's too much for the body. Uh,
0: Have you read that book yet by Max Lugavere? Grain Brain? I think Yeah, I think it's called Grain I, Brain. I, the I, title.
1: I think I've seen it, but I haven't read it now.
0: It's it's a little old now at this point, but it's, it's a great book. It, it talks is. about all that, like – the actual response like mm. in your brain to grain is it's very obvious. And it's been known for, for a long fucking time now, even with it at the the bulk of our food pyramid, it's still been known that it, it the inflammation it causes in your gut, the way it responds hormonally in your brain, like making you tired and just legitimately giving you brain fog. Like as soon as you
1: yeah, start, to, digest and you start it. to
2: notice it with your dang rabbits, you're like, <laughs> man, this is real. <laughs>
1: uh, it's hard to tell p- people uh, like, uh, about those symptoms whenever they're eating it. Like my parents and go back to that. Like when my, my dad's like, Oh, my body hurts. And my, you know, I'm aching. I'm like, well, you fuck, man. You just ate like a, a bowl of cereal. And, um, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. Diet's tough.
2: It is tough because, yeah, you're like, our parents are at that age where they're experiencing this inflammation in their bodies. And they're like, oh, it's old age. It's yada, yada, yada. And you're like, it doesn't have to be like that. And I almost feel like they get pissed off. Like, well, I know they do. Like, they get irritated. If you ever share a story about somebody else, like, there's a seventy five year old man and scaling buildings and <laughs> yeah. you know doing all crazy shit and then the, your parents are like, mm, okay, yeah. cool,
3: yeah. like you know what
2: I mean, like totally out of it and, and you know it, yeah, so submissive of that because yeah. they're they don't think it's a possibility for them and I think that da- dude's just some random superhuman and he's not yeah. like you know and and especially when they're having inflammation and feeling shitty like my mom has a lot of knee issues. Um, and she does, she owns a bakery, so she does stand a lot. And, uh, so I could see that, but also I'm always, she is open to supplements. Mm. She will supplement and that's kind of (laughs) a generation that is into that, right? Like the vitamins.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: They are open to vitamins and supplements, but like not, the food. That's so <laughs>
1: that's so wild. The vitamins. I forgot. I haven't heard anyone say vitamins in a while. Do y'all give, I know. Yeah. do y'all give y'all's kids vitamins? No. Nah.
2: No, nah. nah, we did for like a quick minute. And then I with those Nordic gummies. Yeah. Um and then I kind of thought I had this random thought the one day. I was like, isn't it a lot for like their little like livers and like kidneys to be processing all those vitamins at such a young age at one time. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, "That's because we were giving them to a, like three, like when they suggest." And I was yeah. like, "I don't know. I just feel like that's a lot for the body to be processing like artificial, you know, like not really soluble soluble vitamins." And
3: yeah.
2: and then I just stopped.
1: Do y'all give? And then, then this this might be too, too personal for y'all, but do y'all give y'all's kids shots? Do y'all give them shots?
0: Very, uh, very yeah, uh,
2: very limited. Yeah. very limited we're very specific we are
0: and as we've like learned more and more on that topic that has become less and less yeah there's some obviously that like we we feel comfortable with but there's a lot of them that
2: i at first though with Maylin, or like oldest i like wasn't aware of any of that and yeah. so like I was like totally like like okay cool like you know, do what you got to do. And Trenton was questioning it. And like, I was like, well, this is what they have to do. This is, you know, as the mom, you're kind of brainwashed to think like, this is what I have to do. This is what they told me to do is this is what every mom does. Right. Right. This is what my mom did. Like, and Trenton was the one kind of giving pushback, like asking, Hey, what's in that? Hey, why do they need that? Like, what is that one? Like, why are you giving them four shots at one time when they're three months old? You know, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uncomfortable, man. Like, but, but if you don't know, you don't know. And, like, I, unfortunately, and fortunately, at the same time, I had read a lot of books that had pointed to all the evidence that proved how bad that was. And specifically for young girls, because a, a woman's immune system, even as a child, is different than a male's, the response. And um, that a lot of women... Well, all women the response is quicker and more just where a male's body responds a little bit slower right. to you know and you know depending on what they're being shot with the body responds it has to that's the whole purpose of the shot is to force a response but yeah when they do like so many at one time that's man so i was like it feels like they just
2: add on and add on and add more, on yeah i know like that's when we started getting, I mean, maybe like you got, are you guys into like specific about it too, or just completely? No.
1: So I finally have talked Kelly and made her listen to enough podcast um, where I think we're going to definitely stop. But yeah, up until this point, they've gotten like their shots, but I think moving forward, it's going to look a lot different. The, the schedule and what we're going to do. Like I'm, I'm for like not doing it at all anymore. Like nothing. I'm for nothing. I think it's okay. I sound stupid. I probably sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I think, I I think I'm, I'm okay going no more shots for them at all. Um, I agree with that. I
0: honestly, man, like
2: I could see it too. Like when I remember the first time I heard somebody said that they weren't doing it. And I, I was so illiterate that I was like, whoa, like you shouldn't do, you know, like on the opposite side of it. And then I'm after so much. And then I feel like for us, the breaking was kind of like the abundance of them. Like yep. you were hit with them all the time. Like maybe if it had been more minor, we would never even would have thought about it. Yeah. yeah. But it was like when it was getting more, 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 and yep. more every six months. This booster, that booster. You know, you were kind of like,
1: whoa. I know. <laughs> yeah. It was eye opening. COVID actually hit perfectly because we didn't we didn't go to the doctor a, a whole lot. Um, So we missed a lot of their shots um, during, during COVID. So it kind of happened perfectly, but then after it, and then they like needed to catch up supposedly. And I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not about this. Like, I don't, it doesn't feel natural. Like it doesn't feel good. Like the energy of like going into the room and like, I'm going to just... Yeah, the uh, whole thing doesn't feel right, you know?
0: It's so tough when you have when they're young. When they're kids infants too, like, and
2: you're like holding them down. Mm, I remember yeah, kissing yeah. their little heads, like yeah. you know, like in and, yeah.
0: and they don't understand. It's like they're being tortured. Yeah. Like. yeah.
2: It always I totally agree with the energy. Like you walking in, the doctor's energy, the lady that comes in and does its energy, the yeah. whole dang thing feels weird. Mm-hmm. And then it gets changed a little bit when they give them a pretzel
1: stick and like, (laughs) right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like bribe them. But now like, you know, my kids, my kids are four. Um, so yeah. So now, now when we like say we're going to the doctor or something or going, like go near the offices, they know like what it looks like. And they're like, well, are we getting a shot? Are we doing a shot? Like, it's like, we've, we've like scarred them for life almost already. So it's like, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's
0: traumatizing harder, for
1: Yeah, a child. Oh, my uh,
2: um, sister, she, she would be the worst. My mom would dread taking her. She would, like, there was, I remember one time, like, four doctors. She was, like, 12. Uh, so, like, hold her down. And then you're, like, holy shit, why are we doing this? Like, this yeah. child is, like, being held down by, like, two men and two women
0: to, to get, get this, like, shot. you know,
2: whatever. I don't yeah. even know what it was. Like, but, like...
0: And then you see the research on it, and you're, like, why... Am I doing this? And I I think, like you mentioned about COVID, I think COVID woke a lot of people up to that idea. And they were like, well, that is a little strange. You know, let's dive into this a little bit. And when you do, it's like, it immediately makes sense. And you're like, okay, yeah. So that is, you know, I mean, to each their own, like, you know, I,
2: I get it. I get it on all fences yeah, because we do a lot
0: of crazy shit. We do so a lot. Some of people crazy. think it's crazy. Right?
2: You know, right. You eat liver and organ, like they look at you, like you're like a cannibalist or something. And you're like, what? <laughs> I like, know. Yeah.
1: why would you ever so, when you can go have Sonic or, you know, Burger King?
2: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yep. you know, I, so I totally agree to like to each their own. And like, uh, as long as the parent is doing it out of love and not fear. Yeah. Who, you know, who's there to judge at that point? Because your kids and my kids, as long as we're doing everything we can for our kids out of love, like, and we're not letting somebody else make the decision for us. um, That's all we can do, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah. And the more, like, I feel like the, the amount of information that's available today, like... When I was a kid, like, I had to believe my mom. My mom, like, just, I asked her a question, my mom fucking pulled an answer I ever asked, and, like, I had to believe it. (laughs) But now, like, like my kids, like, my daughter, 12, and my oldest daughter is 14, like, the amount of information that's available to them in their hands and how much they know about random, like, shit about the environment, I'm like, man, these kids are being, they're getting really smart, you know what I mean? And, yeah. The power. Yeah. 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 power, Power of technology, man. Power of knowledge, really, so...
0: Yeah, that's that's a cool world to grow up in, like to have all that at your fingertips. Like you can just search whatever the fuck you want whenever you want. Like yeah. oh, what kind of bird is that? Oh, well I'll type it in. It's yellow and whatever, and now you know. Yeah. But you don't just know what type of bird it is, you know it's migratory fucking travel, you know how many babies it has a year, <laughs> yeah. like what genus it's in.
1: <laughs> have you have y'all fucked around with uh Google Lens?
0: Uh uh-uh. uh, what's that one? Oh
1: my god. What kind of phones do y'all have?
0: iPhones. Uh, iPhones, So
1: if you download the Google app, not Chrome, but like the Google app, um, you can use Google in so you can take a picture of a flower and it uses AI technology to tell you like what Uh, kind of flower it is or what kind of tree, what kind of tree it is. Like you can use it on on bugs, like whatever, and it'll tell you what kind of bug it is. It's pretty funny.
3: Miracle,
0: yeah, yeah huh? yeah i could man when i was a kid i'd have been doing that like fucking I, know.
1: <laughs> I know my daughter's the one that told me about it like i was like i think that's a tree and she took a picture of it she goes well actually it's a red blah 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 tree and i was like what the fuck these kids she's
0: dude. like it's a joshua tree yeah. and it's not a tree at all <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know man kids are smart <laughs> oh that's cool google lens i'll have to check yeah, that let's out
2: check that that sounds fun
0: there's some weeds growing in the garden that i want to know what they are so i can figure out how to Get rid of them forever.
1: I know. That's my next thing I want to learn. I want to learn about like, like what, like the mushrooms. Like what mushrooms are good. What mushrooms are bad for? Because there's some like you supposedly don't want to kill in your yard. You should let yeah. them. You should let them stay. I don't know. To me, a mushroom's a mushroom.
2: I'm not real. Yeah, like I just know the benefits of like you know the five main like your over the counter mushrooms, like your lion's mane. You're like yeah the. Big- they're like
0: um, have you seen that sorry have you seen that podcast with joe rogan and paul stamets
1: uh, is it, uh probably I, i'm a joe rogan he, fanatic so
0: he's so paul stamets is the one that he wears that crazy leather hat he's got big glasses hmm. he's the mushroom guy maybe but he he was talking about portabellas and like that's you know a mushroom that we eat pretty common in yeah. the states he was talking about how like eating that thing raw, eating a portobello raw is extremely bad for you. Look, look it up next time you're like, look up video clips of it. Because like,
2: he could only go. Yeah, he was,
0: he was like, I can't really talk about how bad it is for you. Because people, you know, they don't want me to talk about this. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty deep. But he's like, he's like, if you're going to eat a portobello, you better cook the fuck out of it, basically. Oh my Uh, gosh. it's gonna hurt you yeah
1: what does it do to you though what i mean what,
0: he wouldn't go into it man
1: that's oh, what i'm saying shoot. like
0: yeah, yeah he like he he gives joe rogan like this fucking stare <laughs> and he's like and
2: he's a pretty wild dude too yeah. like he's wild looking so he's
0: like he's like i can't elaborate and joe rogan like asks again and he's fantastic like
2: fantastic fungi.
0: Yeah, there's documentary. Yeah,
2: documentary, fantastic guy on Netflix. Um, I have
0: to look
1: that. She
2: created that documentary, and it's actually it, like if you ever get time to watch it, like it's a really good oh, one on mushroom.
1: Oh, I'm gonna watch it now. I'm a documentary fanatic. Have you all done mushrooms?
0: No, no. I've never. No. We we have a community
2: that is all about that it. Talk about it, and they talk about like the mic, like microdosing is huge right now. I feel like tons of people are doing that. Yeah. Um, I just haven't. I don't know. I've been on a different spiritual journey. I don't know if I'll be on that same path. But like if I did, I, I know the people. <laughs> yeah. But um I think it's wild. People have really cool experiences on both sides.
1: Yeah. I Done ceremonially. W- right? Have you tried it yet? I, I so I did. I was like curious. I wanted to try it, heard <laughs> a lot of good things. <laughs> and uh so I, I, I did try it, but I didn't take enough. So I didn't feel anything and I'm too afraid huh. to, to try it again. So, yeah, I, but okay. I want to, like, I heard people talk about the mental benefits that was around the time when I was dealing with some pretty intense anxiety. So I've heard like, you know, microdosing kind of helps calm all those chemicals in your brain that wire you up. So, yeah. but I didn't,
0: that's, like, that's Paul Stamets story. Like he, he talks about taking, Like I think he ate like a, a couple grams or whatever of the, of the raw mushroom, but like, he like climbs a tree in the middle of a thunderstorm and he was a horrible stutterer like his whole life. And then when he was up in the tree, like having this wild experience, he was like, I don't want to stutter anymore. And he just made that an intention while he was at the top of this tree in this wild storm. Came
2: down and never stuttered again in his life.
1: Oh my gosh. That's fucking yeah, wild. They,
0: they say we did a podcast with uh his name is Jonathan Brown. Yeah. Uh, is. His like handles like quest to conduit, and he's he does
2: really big into sero, yeah. And he
0: speaks pastures. to psychedelic yeah. conferences and stuff, and he's he's local to us here. But like he says, when you take it, like it it forces your brain to get out of like its regular dialogue and forces it onto the back streets, the back neural pathways. So it literally can force you to rewire your thought processes. So we've thought about. It. I tried Hoppe the other day for the first time. Have you heard of Hoppe?
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's a uh, so it's a South American. Traditional like tobacco is what, but it's it's blown up your nose. Oh, like,
1: oh, I've seen people do that though, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That was interesting. It's not hallucinogenic or nothing like right. that. No,
2: it's a, it's like a I've never done it, but I'd have heard like the benefit. It's more of like a, a deep cleansing, like mm-hmm. a like an emotional cleanse kind of thing.
1: Y'all have some interesting people on y'all's podcast.
0: There's some interesting people, man. Same with you, though. Yeah. I mean, it's like the more people you bump into, the more interesting people kind of. Yeah. The
2: more fun it is, too. Like, it's like a giant box of crayons. Like, everybody's personality is so colorful and different.
1: Yeah. I've always joked around I want to go park somewhere like in Houston and have like a pop up podcast and just talk to people like for 15 minutes, like as they walk by. Just be like, just talk to them. And like, cause that's you know, a cool good idea. I, yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Like at a coffee shop or something, just like ask people like, like what, I don't know. Ask some type of question that gets them like deep talking about their career or life or life passions or something, but just make yeah. it like an hour long, but with like different people for five, 10 minutes. That's a cool I fucking like idea. Yeah, yeah,
0: I
2: do like that. There's so much you can learn from random people. Like, I love hearing people's stories. You probably do too, right? Absolutely. Like you have a podcast. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a, I, I love learning from like experts. Like it doesn't make me an expert, but I feel like it's like a free education almost.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, time. for sure. Like, when, much like so. when you reach out to someone like Jane Buxton or you reach out to yeah. someone like Shannon Juan or Leah Keith yeah. and you're like, we you have a conversation with me for free, yeah, like I for know. an hour for a podcast. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you're like,
1: Fuck Yes. Yeah. Like, well, well, like before <laughs> colleges were a thing before, like institutions were like accredited and taught people like that's how people learned. They worked with like a doctor who was approved by like, I don't know, the queen of England or whatever at the time to be a doctor and then like to train other doctors. They just w- talked to them and they w- saw what they did. And that's how people became. I don't know, like craftsmen of the time is like, they just followed and talked to the people. Now we have like colleges and you go to like, you sit at this place to gain knowledge. And to me, it doesn't, I learn more by talking to people, like just like hearing from their real experiences.
0: Um, Well, then you get to ask questions that you're curious about. Like, and like you get to, it's a personal, I love the long forum conversations. I love them because you can like, like I I saw you interviewed like a Stark vegan the other day and like, If you have a long conversation with someone like that, you can find ways to relate to each other. Yeah, you start
2: to see like, I always call them patterns, but you start to see patterns like either in people, whether they're really successful or like, maybe even in like, we see patterns like with spirituality and fitness and careers and, and then you see patterns in like, those are our ducks. (laughs) It's
1: fine. That's fine. (laughs) Um,
2: but you start to see these um patterns and people and things and then like when you're talking to somebody on the total opposite fences you realize people just want to be healthy
1: Yep. no absolutely
0: it's true and i think that's really cool i love doing the podcast man i know you do too like at this point like it's just fun it's just fun i love it it's fucking even these conversations like i don't care if Like, our day is crazy busy. Like, I want to make time.
2: Well, when in history would we be able to do this, right? I
1: know, right? Exactly.
2: Like, connect with someone all the way in Texas and build, like, a friendship. Like, you guys have, like, the friendship and all social media and now podcasts. And, and like, now in this point of existence, we can be, like, seeing each other as we talk.
1: It's wild. I love doing it, too. I don't... Even if, uh, like, I would... I always say I would do it for free. Even if I'd never, ever made money off of it, I would continue to do it for free. It's yeah, just, it's fun. same.
0: It's incredible that the amount of, like like you said, the free knowledge you get, like, it's mind-blowing. And then you have that knowledge forever. You can yeah. always yeah. listen to that episode yep. whenever the fuck you want to. Like, I've gone back and re-listened to several episodes that were like, what did she say? What did he say? Like there was something really golden in there. Like yeah. what was that? Yeah, same. It, it's amazing, dude. I, yeah, I fucking love it.
1: <laughs> same, dude. Same. And well, it feeds
0: you. It feeds you. Feeds
1: but, the soul, dude. It's a passion. Yeah. So yep. uh, I told. Totally- so well, I got one last question. When's the cookbook coming out?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I keep telling Kelly like. Yeah. We're going to get some recipes from her and we're going to like start cooking.
2: I like, <laughs> I feel like I, it's really funny. Cause there's a lot of people that I ask all the time and I, I don't know. I just haven't felt called to actually like push it through yet. Like, yeah. I feel like I have so much more experimenting to do to add to it. Like mm. I want it to be like this really yeah. like, uh, like, I don't know. Intuitive Bible of cooking, yeah. like kind of like just this um thing. And I want like a kids part. I want like you know family part. I want uh, like a separate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um the whole thing. But yeah, no, I'm i being on an animal based diet and still like wanting to make chocolate chip cookies. You've got really creative in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like you got a lot going on anyway. So no, sh- I'm just joking.
0: Well, she- She's like how you are with the documentary. Like, she's like, at first, she was kind of rushing it. And then she was like, no, nah,
1: I just, I don't it's have to. Do it's
2: this. like a yeah. creative outlet. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Exactly. It's,
2: it's, a, it's this beautiful creative outlet that, like, you can do and create these cool things, like putting bone marrow in chocolate chip cookies for the kids mm-hmm. and, like, their pancakes. Like, I have a couple of recipes on that. And um, it's a good idea. It really makes the chocolate chip cookies taste way better. Yeah. It, it is very, it, it's like fat. It, well, it is fat, but, like, it is, like, butter, yeah. like, on steroids. Really? Like, it, the flavor is so – and then you start to realize all these fancy restaurants and these high-profile people and chefs, this is what they're doing anyway. That's why their shit's so good.
1: <laughs> that's wild. Right? I never would have thought to put – They're not cooking
2: t- with, like, you know, Crisco. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why their shit's so good is because it's so nutritionally dense. Um. But yeah, no, I think it, I think it'll be really cool when it's finished, but it's just a really great creative outlet for me. Like after being at the studio or podcasts or whatever we have going on that day, you know, like it, it's a way to like focus your energy in a creative freeing kind of way.
1: Absolutely. No, I'm digging. I'm excited for it. And I, I greatly appreciate y'all's time today. Yeah,
2: thank you for coming on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep, and thank you for having us. Absolutely. And uh, when, when are you gonna, when are you heading up this way? to do your northern tour he with wants
2: you to come up so bad he so, talks about it all.
1: so i like it was it's funny because y'all live like how far away is ohio from y'all
0: uh depends like we're really close to ohio uh but like the south yes yeah, eastern of ohio part of, ohio, of ohio.
1: Yeah. ohio what about like how far away is akron from y'all or columbia i'd say two, two
0: hours probably
1: oh really but, that close yeah. okay.
0: i would say probably like just probably it's an Akron. Yeah. I'd say two, probably okay. two hours.
1: So we, we plan on even like outside of the documentary, you know, Kelly's family's there and with our company, we can take our company's plane from Texas to Michigan. So instead of doing the public airfare, we, we take it to Michigan and then we drive from Michigan to, uh, to Ohio. So oh, yeah, we'll have to plan a trip, man. And freaking connect even outside the documentary, if it's, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. come on out, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It'd be fun. It'll be good. It'll um, be good. We'll uh we'll, we'll make some cool shit happen, that's for sure.
1: Awesome. I had fun and uh and we'll be in touch. So thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, yeah, man.
2: thank you. Awesome.
1: Y'all have a good one. Talk to you later. Yeah. Later. Bye. See ya.
0: Don't forget to help your fellow health and fitness junkies support this show by sharing it with all your friends, liking the show, giving it that good old five-star rating. Of course, a follow as well here and on social media. Give us some likes. I don't know where you're listening to us from, but give us a a like and a subscribe where you're at right there. You can leave some comments too if you feel like it. Also, feel free to reach out with any questions to myself, Trenton Sweet or Caitlin, my co-host, or whoever was our guest in today's episode, which if you look in the show notes, you should be able to find information regarding contact information for whoever it was that we interviewed and spoke with in this episode today. So additionally, you can support the show by supporting any of our sponsors. We are sponsored by the studio, the books. We're also sponsored by the Old Road Farm, a local regenerative, beautiful farm, the practices... They, they can't be done a better way. And I really urge you to check out that farm. Reach out to Carice Tressel, who is the owner of that farm. She's also a naturopathic doctor. She's super intelligent, super loving. She really gives a fuck about you, about me, about our children, and about the land. Also about the animals. So check her out. You can find her. I believe she was episode number three in the podcast. Or four. She was very early on in the beginning. And we're likely to have her on again soon. So definitely check her out. Like I said, you can support us by supporting them as well. Uh, That being said, the Energy Fitness Podcast is sponsored by the book sales of Awakening the Tranquil Warrior and Rewilding the Modern Man, as well as your participation at Energy Fitness Studio in Washington, Pennsylvania. If you would like to be on the show, you know somebody else who could be on the show, someone really cool that you think it'd be fun to hear us interview, let us know. Thanks again for listening and don't forget to share the show with all your peeps.